0: This is Campfire Financial Talk with Blake Kondreva from Nevada Retirement Planners. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Blake Kondreva provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goal. And now, here is Campfire Financial Talk with Blake Kandreva.
1: Hello and welcome back to Campfire Financial Talk. My name is Blake Kandreva from Nevada Retirement Planners. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 775-674-2222 or visit us online at nvretirementplanners.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up face-to-face or virtual meetings. Now, it seems recently that I've had a few questions about this, so that's why we're going to be covering this on today's show. Social Security and Survivor Benefits. Now, even though Social Security was initially conceived as a source of essentially retirement income for American workers, the program has broadened to provide financial protection for families. In 1939, four years after the program's birth, President Franklin Roosevelt signed legislation that provided benefits to widows and minor children. Through the years, Survivor Benefits have become gender-neutral, to cover both widows and widowers, as well as divorced spouses. According to the AARP, survivor benefits currently cover about 5.8 million Americans, about one out of every 11 Social Security recipients. These payments are calculated using the deceased loved one's lifetime earnings. So during today's show, we're going to examine some of the crucial things you should know about Social Security survivor benefits. But before we get into that important subject, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, who foolishly continues to insist that Mounds is a poor choice for Halloween candy.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Halloween was great. I think we've almost uh, finally finished off the Halloween candy in our house. How about you?
1: Uh, I didn't have any, because we didn't oh. have any trick-or-treaters. so <laughs> wasn't, a, wasn't a lot of candy to finish off. However... I do have quite a few friends that have brought some by, so. Uh,
0: wow. Yeah, well, sure. I mean, uh, yeah, I, you got to have Halloween candy left over. But, hey, uh, now we're looking at Thanksgiving, and so this is, you know, fall is my favorite time of year, but I think it only lasted a week or two this year. <laughs> Seems like it only, it.
1: only ever lasts a week here in Reno, not two. Oh, well, <laughs> if we get two weeks, you're always fortunate. Yeah. Well, it was, uh,
0: yeah, the weather changes so rapidly, and I can't believe how fast this year has gone by. Can you? I mean, it's crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. real fast, that's I for mean, sure. It's
0: almost over, so we're already looking to 2023 and what's happening there. And I know there's a big COLA uh, cost of living adjustment this uh, coming for 2023 for Social Security recipients, so that's good. Uh, But let's jump into our topic today. I I think you've got a good one. Uh, I think we talk a lot about Social Security on the show, but, you know, in high-level ways, overviews. So I'm always glad when we have a chance to dig into one aspect of Social Security like we're going to today.
1: Yeah, sure. And one uh, article that really kind of got me thinking about this, besides talking with, you know, my clients and prospective clients that I've had this brought up quite a few times in the last few weeks. Um, the AARP published an article, um, August of 2022, uh, called social security survivor benefits, 10 things spouses should know. Um, it has some great insights and I think it's very important to our listeners. So first this article notes that in many, but not all cases you're eligible to receive survivor benefits starting at age 60. But there are some circumstances in which you can begin taking survivor benefits before age 60. Uh, For instance, if you're age 50 or older and disabled. um, Or if you're caring for the child of a deceased beneficiary who is younger than 16 or is disabled and accordingly entitled to childhood benefits because of it.
0: Interesting. So social security, even under the best of circumstances, I think can be a bit like walking through a maze. <laughs> There's so many <laughs> deadlines, rules, regulations, nuances. So to me, dealing with these survivor benefits makes it even more important to work with somebody like yourself, a financial services professional. And I know you have um, reports you can run, you input their personal information, And give them a social security maximization report that will uh, let them know, hey, this is the best case scenario for you in your
1: situation, right? Correct. You know, um, but one thing I really do want to point out that with all the deadlines, you know, all the rules and regulations and nuances that you were talking about that, you know, you have to get completed before somebody passes away, social security benefits has no deadline to claim them. So Mm. just know that, you know, it can be a very, I mean, especially you've been married for years, you know, it's not going to be an easy transition afterwards. I think that's what a lot of these companies seem to misunderstand, which really upsets me, but you know, you've been married for years and years, even if you've only been married for a year and you still lose your loved one. I mean, that's going to take a toll on you. That's, it's going to last for a while. So yeah, Thankfully of all the deadlines that have been created for different things, uh, applying for your social security survivor benefits is not one of them. So just get that out of the way now. Um, and in many cases you can decide when you want to begin taking them or whether you even want to claim them at all. Essentially you can do whatever best fits your financial goals and strategies. So, That being said, you should promptly at least report your partner's death to the Social Security Administration. Um, You can do that by calling the Social Security's National Hotline at 800-772-1213 to report the death. Again, that number is 800-772-1213. You may also report the death in person or by calling your local Social Security office if you prefer. Also note that uh, reporting your partner's death may trigger a one-time $255 death benefit for the surviving spouse. Now, that one-time payment does not affect future survivor benefits. Hmm,
0: Interesting. So there's $255 there at least. And yeah, you should report it to the Social Security Administration. Um, Sometimes funeral homes help with that. Sometimes they don't. Uh, I know that, uh, if people have questions about social security, they can come in and talk to you, Blake, but uh, I have a question. Does the deceased person, if your spouse passes, uh, does the deceased spouse already have to have been taking social security or claiming social security in order for the surviving spouse
1: to receive survivor benefits? That's a great question, Tony. Um, however, the answer is no. It does not matter if your uh, former spouse was collecting them or not. Um, You can still uh, get your survivor benefits regardless of if they've started. Um, So, you know, just to talk about a scenario here, uh, survivor benefits will often be based on the amount of the late spouse's full retirement benefits, which is the amount Amount they would have received had they waited to file until their full Social Security retirement age. So, depending on what age you were born, um, you know, currently the full retirement age is 66 years and four months for those born in 1956, and it gradually rises to age 67 in subsequent years. If the deceased spouse had worked past their full retirement age without filing for Social Security, the subsequent survivor benefit could be higher to reflect the delayed filing credits the deceased spouse would have been entitled to.
0: And I'm guessing there's some nuance there in regards to the late spouse's whole benefit amount, right?
1: That's right. You know, widows and widowers are entitled to receive 100% of their late spouse's benefit if they claim uh, survivor benefits at their own full retirement Ah, age. Ah, okay. So as the article explains, the full retirement age is different for survivor benefits and is currently 66, but will slowly rise to 67 during the next handful of years.
0: Yeah, mine is 67, and so is yours, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Because we're young pups yet, Blake. (laughs) Real young. Real young. (laughs) Well, you are. Uh, That's for sure. So uh, what does that mean for those filing earlier
1: for survivor benefits? Before their full retirement age. Yeah, it's just like filing for your regular Social Security benefits in that they will decrease the amount you receive. So at age 60, you may collect 71.5% of what your former spouse was receiving each month um, or would have been entitled to receive. Now, from there, that percentage goes up in stages for each month you put off filing until your own full retirement age. Now, be aware that any reduction you face for taking benefits early is permanent.
0: Yeah, so if you so, take them earlier than 66 or 67, your full retirement age, uh, you're locked in then. Uh, so yep. if you, you're you going to get, uh, yeah, you are cut out a lot. I mean, only 71%, per- losing almost 30% of your benefits if you take it at 60, you're, if they're survivor benefits, you can do that. Most people, for regular filing, it's 62, for survivor benefits, it's 60
1: right correct yeah and and that's where you'll also want to speak to a financial services professional cuz you're there's some strategy there and you know if your uh, social security amount is going to be higher than what you would claim for your former spouses then uh, it may behoove you to take it before right. yeah. uh, your full retirement age. Good because point. then, you know, if you were planning on, if your full retirement age was at, uh, what's yours at, Tony? 66? 67. 67? Yeah. Well, so all of us are at 60. Well, all of us talking on the show right now, at least are at 67. <laughs> Both you and I. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, if you were planning on having to take, you know, your Social Security benefits at age 65, you know, early, let's say, but uh, your, your spouse has passed away, the other thing you can take a look at doing is instead taking those, taking that survivor benefit early, waiting until you get to your full retirement age, and then taking your own uh, retirement at that point.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's huge, obviously, um, to understand the ins and outs. And that's why, again, it is important for our listeners to work with somebody like yourself. And I know that finding that sweet spot for when you file is a big deal, uh, even when it comes to survivor benefits. So you need to have that Social Security maximization report run. I know it runs like 20,000 different calculations. And it's not some cookie cutter thing that you hand out to everybody. It's based on you input their personal data and take into account, you know, their family's longevity, uh, where they're at, what their social security, uh, benefit amount will be at different stages and their full retirement age. So it can vary and you need to know all that. And I know that report talks about spousal benefits as well. So that's good. Now, uh, let's keep this rolling. I think this has been a great discussion so far. Um, you know, it's, uh, you talked about eligible age, eligibility, time limits, varying benefits amounts based on filing age. What do you have next?
1: You know, what, uh, what I'd probably bring up next is that, uh, you can only apply for survivor benefits in person at a social security field office or over the phone by calling your local office directly. Um, so you can't, you know, file online, um, for survivor benefits. Yeah. Survivor benefits
0: have to be in person or over the phone. Uh, and that's weird.
1: Yeah. You know, it's, it's just like retirement
0: and disability benefits for social security. There is an online application, but for this, there isn't
1: correct. Yep. You know, I think it's probably due to, uh, you know, large number of cases of fraud. Um, it also just gives these people that, you know, do fraud online, you know, a lot of times yeah. they're just putting in programs yeah. they are just cycling through different names and numbers until right. they get something that hits. So exactly. this is a way plus that as, they can help control it.
0: Plus the survivor benefits aren't always as straightforward as regular retirement benefits. So, uh, they feel that they need to do it in person. So there's no mistakes, uh, fraud and mistakes I think are the two reasons, but you know, hopefully they'll eventually provide an online application for survivor benefits as well once they figure out security and making it uh, simplified. But in the meantime, uh, again, it helps to talk with somebody like yourself and contact Social Security. That hotline is 800 722 1213. That's the official Social Security hotline, 800 772 one two one three. I want to clarify that number. Make sure I said that right. It's eight hundred seven seven two one two one three. So, uh, you know, what's next in this process? What do you want to talk about next?
1: Well, I kind of want to bring back up the point about collecting your survivor benefit and retirement benefits because you cannot collect both at the same time. Uh, So if you're eligible for those two different Social Security payments, both as a retiree and as a survivor of a retiree, for example, Social Security calculates which payment is bigger and provides you with only that amount. Now, along the same lines, if you're in the unfortunate position of being widowed twice, you aren't able to collect survivor benefits for more than one former spouse. Social Security will simply pay you whichever... Uh, spouse's benefit amount is larger. And if your own retirement benefit is greater than the amount of the survivor benefit, you'll get that amount.
0: Okay. That makes sense. You'll get the larger of the two amounts, right? That's, Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: Yep. And uh, another wrinkle is that you can switch between your own retirement benefit and your spousal benefit. Often, retirement and spousal benefits fall under a rule called deemed filing. With deemed filing, uh, when you claim one benefit, you're considered to also be claiming the other benefit if you're eligible for both of them. However, if that's not the case when it comes to survivor benefits, if you aren't already receiving any Social Security benefits, you can apply for that and survivor benefits simultaneously. And again, you'll receive whichever is the larger of the two amounts, but you don't have to. And that provides you with some financial uh, strategy flexibility that we were talking about earlier in the show. Yeah. Give us an example of that. Okay. So here's, here's a scenario for you. Your late spouse made significantly more money than you during their lifetime. Here, you may want to ponder claiming uh, your retirement benefit first in order to have some social security income, and then wait until your full retirement age to take the larger survivor benefit. You could also flip this example around if you want uh, to take your retirement benefit and it's larger. You can certainly do that. This is part of the process that could be a little tricky. So I would recommend working through it with a financial services professional.
0: Yeah, exactly. Once again, work with somebody like yourself and, you know, during the first segment, you mentioned divorce. Tell us how that fits into today's topic.
1: Now, the biggest key is that divorce isn't a disqualifying event. If you were married to someone for a minimum of 10 years before divorcing, you may be entitled to survivor benefits based on your former spouse's earnings history when they die. Essentially, the rules on any age and payment amounts for a divorced spouse are identical as those for a widower or widower. So furthermore, taking benefits as a surviving ex-spouse doesn't affect survivor benefits paid to the widow or widower or vice versa. For example, if both filed for Social Security at their full retirement age, both would qualify to receive 100% of the late ex's benefit total.
0: Mm. Wow. Okay. So that makes sense. And uh, divorce and surviving spouse benefits are important. Uh, But it does leave me with
1: this question. What happens if you're remarried then? Now, that is, that is an interesting question. So, if you walk back down the aisle before you turn 60 years old, or 50 if you're disabled, you're no longer eligible for survivor benefits based on a previous spouse's earnings history. However, you may regain eligibility if your later marriage ends because of divorce or death. Now... However, remarrying after age 60 or after age 50, if you're disabled, doesn't affect your ability for survivor benefits related to a previous marriage.
0: Ah, okay. Uh, that makes sense. That, that's, that's interesting. And uh, children can also be eligible for survivor benefits in certain cases, I've heard. Uh, what information do you have for us about that?
1: Yeah, so children may be eligible to collect survivor benefits of up to 75% of what their deceased parent was either receiving or would have received from Social Security. As of July 2022, almost 2 million children were receiving survivor benefits. Children may receive survivor benefits if they're both unmarried and under the age of 18. They may also be slightly older if they're still attending elementary or secondary school on a full-time basis. Eligibility ends at high school graduation or age 19 years in two months, whichever is first uh-huh. children who are disabled because of a condition that happened before age 22 also qualify for survivor benefits, uh, though they are through their deceased parent. And lastly, stepchildren who meet any of the criteria I just shared may also qualify in certain situations. When you apply for a survivor benefit on behalf of a child, you'll be required to provide proof of their relationship with the deceased. A birth certificate or adoption record is usually sufficient.
0: Oh, ah, good. All right. Well, I, I think we've covered a lot in today's show. Uh, it's been a great one uh, talking about Social Security survivor benefits, but there's a lot more uh, that people probably have questions about. Blake, before we go, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you.
1: Yeah, listeners can visit my website at nvretirementplanners.com or call my office at 775-674-2222 to discuss how we might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns about your retirement income. It's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for.
0: All right. Thanks, Blake. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Campfire Financial Talk with our host, Blake Gendreeva. Thank you for listening to Campfire Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Blake at Nevada Retirement Planners. Call 775-674-2222 or visit them online at CampfireFinancialTalk.com. Advisory services are offered by Nevada Retirement Planners, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Nevada. Insurance products and services are offered through Nevada Senior Advisors, LLC, an affiliated company. Nevada Retirement Planners LLC and Nevada Senior Advisors LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.